Welcome to your new day. This is Early Breakfast with Africa Milani. Uh, more than 50,000 people arrested in less than a month this festive season. That's according to the SAPS. Um, the spokesperson, Brigadier Atlenda Mate, said that the arrests form part of Operation Chanel activities and the police's festive season operations, which involved increased foot, vehicle and air support patrols in hotspot areas. 61,000 patrols were con- co- conducted, apparently, and it will continue and be intensified as people start migrating back to their workplaces and back to school for learners. Some of those arrests included, um, uh, I suppose, you know, connected uh, to serious and violent crimes such as murder, rape and assault. 50,000 people is a staggeringly high number. Or is it? Dr. Simon Howell, Research Fellow at the Centre for Criminology at the University of Cape Town. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Is it a high number, 50,000 people in what seems like a short amount of time? Uh, Considering the arrest rates normally, yes, it is quite a high number. Um, You know, the concern for me has always been, though, that, uh, yes, I mean, there is numerically a high number, but uh, qualitatively it may or may not be um, as representative of actual, you know, finding convictions and actually dealing with crime on the streets. Um, You know, I mean, often people are arrested and then released and the like. So, you know, I mean, how many of those arrests translate into convictions, of course, is an entirely different question. Because some people, for example, will admit uh, guilt, uh, sign a document and pay a fine, and then they'll get out of the police station. Others, as you say, will be released before even having to face charges, perhaps in a court of law. Um, But some of them do include uh, violent crimes such as murder, rape and assault. And we don't know what proportion of that 50,000 relates to those, um, but it will add strain, will it not, to an already tested criminal justice system in South Africa? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, one of the key concerns in South Africa is that even with higher arrest rates, uh, we have a continual problem with criminal, the criminal justice system and its ability to deal with cases. Um, so, as you mentioned, you know, simply added, adding more arrests to that, to that often um, to that sort of traffic jam, uh, may ultimately lead to further issues down the road. Um, you know, I mean, ultimately, it is it is a good, it is good that there are have been more arrests, but in the criminal justice system as it stands, there are significant weaknesses which are really structural. Um, and until such time as those are dealt with in a, in a more effective manner, uh, increasing arrests just often just creates more backlog more than anything else. And what are those uh, structural weaknesses that you uh, refer to? Uh, there are significant managerial issues, there are significant uh, staffing issues, there are significant um, sort of uh, qualitative issues in terms of, you know, people's effectiveness and people's ability to do their jobs and the like. Um, and of course, there, I mean, there's a bigger issue around the way in which crime is processed in this country, which is still a paper-based system, unfortunately, and one which often results in dockets going missing or, you know, uh, trials not proceeding or I mean as we've seen in the news every day there are always issues around you know, the processing of criminal activity um, by the criminal justice system. Why is that uh, Simon because why why I mean I'll just go back to 2010 I must admit when we had that marvelous system where if you're arrested in the morning by late afternoon, you were processed. You were presented in front of a court, even if it's at 10 o'clock at night. Um, the case was heard. Uh, a judgment was delivered. And if there are punitive measures to be um, effected, those were effected literally almost within two days. Why, why, why can't we put in place an intensity um, of a program, I suppose, that will seek to deal and address the backlog? Because there are people who are waiting trial for years and years and years and years. And some of them, because they are 
alleged repeat offenders, they're not being granted bail. So therefore, they are sitting incarcerated in um, uh, the correctional services system. Uh, six, seven, eight, ten years later, uh, you might find then that the matter is concluded in the courts. And that's just unacceptable. Um, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, it's something I don't really have an answer to. And it's incredibly infuriating that, you know, that we have proven that we can do this. And yet we have failed to do it other than for a brief period of time. And I mean, there are capacity issues around, you know, that to continue that type of process continually yes, but equally, you know, I mean, it's been shown that we can do this. And I, I don't really know why they don't continue to do that. Um, you know, I mean, there are systems that were put in place that were incredibly effective and they simply dismantled those off of the World Cup and then they, they, you know, they just, they haven't really got their act back together again. Um, I think, you know, I mean, there were obviously, uh, when the World Cup occurred, there was intense international media attention and the like on the country. So as a result, they were doing their jobs. But, you know, the question, of course, is why can't you do your job when there isn't the media attention as well? Um. And turning now to those violent crimes, murder, rape, assault, um, many people will often, I don't know, dissect the process that has been followed by the SAPS in arresting them, whatever docket they are putting together. And you'll find that what the NPA has to work with in some cases is less than adequate, which is why we're seeing such a low conviction rates, right? Where mm-hmm. the investigation process perhaps was not um, done appropriately uh, you know, certain key elements were left out of the process of investigating, whatever the case may be. And and then you are left with the South African uh, population that, yes, is happy somebody is arrested, but then you see that person back in a matter of days and you go, well, what was the point then? Because we are still living, um, you know, apprehensively and scared, particularly if you're a woman or a child in this country, of what might happen to you. Well, I think, you know, the, the one concern is that policing in South Africa tends to be seen as a numbers game. In other words, you know, the increase in number of arrests, et cetera, was seen as a good thing. Um, and, I mean, there may be some, some truth to that. But equally, as a result, you know, the actual qualitative aspect to the cases and whether there is good evidence, whether there has been good work done by the people to collect that evidence and present it in a court of law may not be there. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's one thing to say that there has been an increase in arrests. It's another thing to say that there has been an increase in good arrests and, you know, good, and there has been a good process being followed so as to ensure that those arrests become convictions. And I mean, that has, on the one hand, there's the issue around the detective services, which is critical to that process. And there is, I mean, as, as spoken about in the, in the past, you know, there's severe capacitation issues there, but also severe structural and managerial issues. Um, which prevent or, or create issues in the detective services, um, so as that you know those dockets don't really get put together that well. Um, so they're sort of their weak points throughout the chain, uh, which ultimately end both. I mean, both in terms of a lack of convictions, but also, in as you mentioned, you know, people ending up sitting in waiting for a trial date that never comes. And I mean, that in of itself is problematic because I mean, you can't, you know, I mean, as per our law, one is innocent until proven guilty. Those numbers, unfortunately, will continue to become important because quarterly we release crime stats and the Minister of Police and the National Commission of Police needs to be able to say, but look, we've made so many arrests, but they will just be numbers that will remain meaningless if we don't go further and say of those arrests, so many of them have actually been successfully prosecuted. And of course, that um, the minister and the National Police Commissioner might say, well, that that's down the value chain of the criminal justice system. <laughs> We've arrested them. Um, it's not our fault that they have been released by the system, as sadly, Peggy Kale has once too often alluded to in public statements that he's made.
Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it becomes a sort of competitive arena in which, you know, the SAP says, well, we've done our job, and then uh, the, the NBA or whoever will say, well, we couldn't do our job. And instead of actually dealing with the crime and dealing with the issues at hand, they simply end up dealing, you know, with, with blaming each other. I mean, this has been going on for years now, and it, it's ultimately, you know, the people that suffer ultimately are the citizens of South Africa. Um, and the people that are arrested and, you know, never find justice or, or, or have justice been carried because as a result of, you know, a lack of work being done or effective work being done on the ground. Uh, I, as this, I mean, this has been going on for years now. Yeah, sadly. Simon, thank you very much indeed for your time this morning. Dr. Simon Howell is a research fellow at the Centre uh, for Criminology at the University of Cape Town. 50,000 people arrested in less than a month over this festive season. That's all well and good. But how many of those arrests are going to result in uh, um, successful convictions? One will have to wonder.